Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network. Talking AT&T, we all want to be heard. And when you're not, it's frustrating. Even if it's something as silly as the sandwich shop forgetting the extra avocado you ordered. When no one listens to you, it's frustrating. That's why it's so refreshing that AT&T is hearing you and making changes. They're giving every single customer new and existing the same deal. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, I got something I want to share with you today. I was I was in the gym this morning, and uh, trainer Lee Haney, son, sent him a text. And he sent him a text this morning of a dude in the gym lifting up huge weights, dumbbells, doing a bench press. Like, you know, just huge dumbbells, you know, stuff I ain't doing. You know, hundred-some pounds. I'm not really sure. It was huge. I've never seen dumbbells this big. And the man was pressing them. And Lee's son took a picture of him. And he sent this to his father this morning. His father shared it with me. I want to share it with y'all. 
Because, man, I can't ex- tell you how it's explained so much of your life. And when he showed the man lifting this excessive weight in the gym, he said, wow, Pop, look at this dude right here. And he says, the caption he put under it was, don't pray for it to be easier. Pray to be stronger. Don't pray for it to be easier. Pray for you to be stronger. Ain't that cold? See, I was thinking about that as soon as he said it. I said, man, I got to go on the radio. I got to tell everybody what I see now. Don't pray for it to be easier. Pray for you to be stronger. Okay, let me tell you how important that is. Now, I just heard it that way today, and I'm sharing it with you immediately because you know what that has? It's going to help me a lot because oftentimes I've done it indirectly, and then sometimes I've done it all the wrong. Sometimes I've actually prayed for it to be stronger, but I've also prayed sometimes for it to be easier. I have done that and been guilty of it myself. But from now on, after hearing that, I'm changing my prayer. Because, see, you can't have it both ways. You can't be strong and weak at the same time. You're either going to be strong or you're going to be weak. Now, if you keep asking God to make it easier, what you are not asking him for is for you to be able to handle whatever happens. So the next thing that come along that you ain't worked your muscles on to prepare you for, that's going to sink you too. So, what I learned by that is sometimes I I got to change my prayer too. Now I do most of the time, but I'm a human being and sometimes I just want it to go away. But now what I really need to pray for is the strength all the time to deal with whatever besets me, whatever comes my way. Because to become successful, and we've talked about this how many times, it's hard. So since knowing it's going to be hard, why not ask for the strength to handle that? See, stop praying for weaker moments. Stop praying for it to be easier. Stop asking God to make your way plain and easy. Okay, now what? Now you ain't worked your muscles out to learn how to handle nothing. I was at it this morning. I put a little more weight on it. Lee said, wow, man, you up in here this morning. In order to grow, I got to change. And you can't change if you're going to stay the same. You can't keep picking up the same 40-pound dumbbells and you want some more results. You're going to keep getting it. If you keep doing what you've been doing, you're going to keep getting what you've been getting. You cannot grow without the change. So when we're talking to God and we're asking God to make it easy for us, where the growth at? Where the change at? No, you got to ask God to make you stronger, not to make the situation weaker. I'm changing my prayers, man. I'm going at him now with just... Just make me strong enough to handle whatever happened, whatever come my way. Give me the strength to handle it. And now, whatever I see in front of me that I'm trying to go after that's going to require more, give me the strength to do that too. Help me be a stronger man. Help me be a stronger person. Help me be a stronger woman, a stronger boy, a stronger girl, a stronger student, a stronger boss, a stronger employee, a stronger leader, a stronger follower. Give me that. Give me strength to do that. Stop asking for it to be simple and easy and paved the way. What you want, man? The road to success is always under construction. Always. It ain't ever paved and smooth and easy. Look here, man. Go out there today try to be successful. See what you're going to run into. Man, it's orange barrels. It's workers. It's detours. It's, it's got craters in the road with no warning signs on it. That's how hard it is to be successful. The road to success is always under construction. It ain't finna smooth out for you. You got to ask God for strength. 
be what you're supposed to be. Now, let's look at here. When you make a mistake, and you're going to make them, we all do. We fall down, but we get up. A saint is just a sinner who fell down, but he didn't stay there. That's all a saint is. All these Christians running their mouth with you about how, how fired up and saved they are and all this. Here. Got all that. But them people, them people make mistakes all the time. All the time. And see, the moment we as Christian people start telling people the truth about being a Christian, more people can get interest, interested in it. But if you're going to tell everybody this lie, that you over here living this perfect life and everything and ever since you came to God, your life been smooth and you don't have no, and he done took all your pains away. What? 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 Who are you? Where that, where that life at? You talking about heaven now, ain't you? But I heard you had to die to go there. So what you really talking about? Come on, man. I'm talking to the cat that's in some real pain right now. That's in some real trouble right now. The dude is at the crossroad right now. The dude has been struggling and dealing with it for a long time. I'm talking to the cat that's out there been trying to figure out what's wrong, man. Why I can't seem to get it right. That's who I'm talking to. I'm saying come over here and give God a try. Come over here with your imperfect self, with your imperfect ways, and watch him change some things about you. Watch him give you the strength. See what he did for me. Let me okay, see, best way I can do is just tell you what happened to me. See, what it did for me was, it ain't so much. He just, he just took me and took how I was and made me better with it. I'm still an aggressive man. I'm probably not going to ever stop being aggressive. But he took that aggression and he started shaping it. Now, for the first 12 minutes in the morning, be aggressive about me. Be aggressive about the feelings you got towards me. Your, your father, your leader, your God, your savior. Be aggressive, man. Tell people how you made it, Steve. Aggressively. Since you wanna since you're aggressive and I and I and you've been aggressive, I made you. Be aggressive with that. Now, since you like to tell it like it is, Steve, then tell the truth of how it really is. How I do for you, what I done for you. Tell everybody you know what I done for you in a plain, simple way so they can feel you. See, he ain't, he ain't changed me. He just made me better with it. When you get loud. Hey, man, every now and then, get loud for me. You know, you want to tell some jokes, you real funny? Tell something funny. But let it be so more people can hear. See, that's, that's what he did for me. So for all you cats out there that's scared to come on over here, because you scared it's going to change, you turn you into some little punk, or you got to get sissied up or something like that. And please, before you start emailing me, that's not an anti-gay remark. I'm talking about there's a lot of dudes out there that just don't want to punk up and sissy up because they scared that's what it's going to do. Now, you got to come over here and be this little meek lamb led off to slaughter every Sunday. That ain't what it is over here. God looking for men. God looking for, for, for real soldiers out here. See, everybody I talk to don't want to hear about Christianity, so I ain't got nothing for them then. How about that? How about that? I'm cool with that. See, every Christian ain't turning the other cheek. I ain't there. You slap me, man. I, hey, man, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't. I ain't there yet. But see, I'm a work in progress. He ain't through with me yet. I might get to the point where I can turn my other cheek. I doubt it. I ain't. I ain't looking for. I ain't praying for that one. I'm. I'm for real about you, man. I'll be praying for more strength. So when I when you do slap me, when I come back around, I come back nice. 
hard. You slap me, you won't slap me twice. I can promise you that. Where am I going with this, D? Huh? I'm sorry, y'all. Just remember what I told you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people from all around the world, you are listening ah, to the baddest morning show in the world. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Welcome, 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 welcome. This show today is dedicated to everybody out there to shake them up on crap tables and gamble. This show is dedicated to Carla Pharrell. Yes, sir. The only one at the iHeart Music Festival. We sent the girls out there. She the only one gambling. Oh, Christian Shirley. Mm -hmm. What? Excuse you. I won. I was the first one to win. Thank you very much. Wait a minute, Shirley. You gamble. Yes. At what? The penny. She won on the slot machine. The slot, slot machine. Yes. <laughs> Tell them how what much slot? you won. Uh, I don't know. I, I just sat she down won and like, won. She won like twenty. I won twenty-five dollars. Thank you. Thank you very much. Where's the applause now? Where's the applause now? Boo. Yeah. Boo. Yeah. How much you spend to win that twenty-five, Shirley? That's not important, Jay. Six, We're six, talking about what I won. We're talking about what I won. What was she playing? Penny slot Penny. machine. Dollar. Penny. I think it was the dollar slots. Mm-hmm. Steve. A dollar slot, $25. What, what, yeah, what, what dollar slot the... is that? Well, you know, she won $25. It hit. But, but excuse Steve, you. Actually, let's get it right. I actually won $27. Thank you. Shirley, $27 on a That's slot That's a lot of money, Steve. At a dollar? I think First it was it was a quarter machine. Quarter. Yeah. Okay. Now, Because yeah, he's a gambler. Yeah. He's a gambler, you know. Living. So am I. <laughs> And it winner, just baby. didn't make no sense what you had said. Twenty-seven well, we're in Vegas, is we don't not have an to make increment sense. on the dollar slot, mm-hmm. baby. That black seventeen hit three times, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I was Carla. out there screaming. Yeah. Carla. Yes, Steve. Black Martin. seventeen hit three times. Three times the same dealer spinning that ball, baby. Three Wait a minute. times. By how many? By how many spins did you see it in the three times? Let me see. Maybe about 13, 14 spins. Oh, she hit it. nice. Woo. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> it was nice, oh, baby. I was in there screaming. Yes, Woo. yes. They told Lord, her to go take I'd a break. I'd be stacked up on building. that one right and, there. And you how give much me three out of 13, I'm, I'm up all up in the money. <laughs> she just wanted to tell us how much she won. <laughs> how much did I you won? I won. What? Well, okay. <laughs> $700, oh, Yes. Wow. Yeah, come on, Carly. Come yeah. on now. Yeah, come on. Yeah, now we're talking about it. Good. Yeah, what? Yeah, Junior. Get that light bill money, baby. Yes. <laughs> How much you spend, Carla? How much you spend? Oh, I spend See, only. Jay, 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 Jay. I, just, I don't know. I, can I? he's not a gambler. I'm not. That's I spend what I'm asking. Don't worry, Jay. Hold up, hold up. Let me ask my own damn question. But let me be killing the buzz of the wind. No, I'm not. Yes, you are, man. Damn. How much you spend? old dry ass. No, I'm just trying to see the return. That's what I'm trying to figure yeah. out. Yeah. I spent $100. Oh, that's yeah. good. Okay, you got yeah. that. If yes, I was on Steve. that same black 17. Yes. And you had hit for 700. Yes. I'd be off today. Yes. I'd be in the hospital ignorant. recovery room. Yes. It was going down. What we got for 30 something funny? Three comedians in the house. I'm sure you guys will come up with something. Sure. We'll be back at 32 sure. after the hour. You got your together. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I haven't been saying much. <laughs> 
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. Uh, time for Weekend Review. This is Monday. Let's just go over what we did this weekend. You guys heard the ladies are in Vegas living yes. it up. Real big. Yeah, big we Willie were. style. We, yeah. We were in Vegas. Uh-huh. I won. I won. Good. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Roulette. It's all relative. Twenty-seven dollars is well, big Junior, to what'd me. You do? If you're not a gambler, Uncle, okay, I ain't had nobody at the house. I ain't do a damn thing. Junior, I was at the nothing. house killing it. Have you ever been home by yourself? I danced in front of mirrors, had my oh, music loud. Uh, neighbors told me turn that down. I said, go away. Man, get your ass off. I pay rent here, too. <laughs> it's good to have a weekend off, though, isn't it, it Junior? Is. It is. Yeah, it was, man. It was. It was good. It was good. Yeah. Jay, what'd you do? Okay, I went shopping. I went to buy. Cause oh. I don't know what's happening, Steve. And then, ladies, I know you don't want to hear this. I'm not trying to gross you out. But my draws is disappearing. I don't know where they're going. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know if they're walking out or what's going on. Maybe my house cleaner is stealing them. I don't know. But you, I, get you know, I go down there to get draws. I'm I'm one down. I'm like I got one. one There's one pair of draws left. I'm like, Between where you. is all these? Nobody in here wearing draws but me. Yeah. Oh, so I go. I go to buy me some draws, right? Now they got the draw. I go, I, the draw store. I go to the draw section. <laughs> the draw, the draw store. section of the store. Now oh. they got it. They got the real expensive draws. Let me tell you how to buy draws. First of all, if the draws are hanging up on the wall, they're uh-huh. very expensive, right? Uh-huh. Hanging <laughs> on the wall. Yeah, they got them displayed yeah. on the wall. If they're on the wall. Yeah. All yeah. fancy, them some yeah. fancy ass draws. The draws. Now nice. them draws, I went over there and touched, and I flipped it over and saw the price. I'm like, whoa. Whoa, that's way too much to pay for draws. My draws should come something, something to the pack, okay? That's how I buy draws. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, yeah. Am I right, Tyler? Something, <laughs> something to the pack. Yeah. Four yeah. to the pack, nine yeah. to the pack, 12 to the pack, that's it. 56 you know what to the pack. Yeah. So I bought large draws. Mm, I can't mm. even get in large draws. <laughs> <laughs> you to take them back, Jay? No, you can't take draws back. Uh, uh, <laughs> but you know, I just thought of men don't have Victoria's Secrets. Like, we have women have Victoria's Secrets. Lingerie store. stores and uh, all yeah. that. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Asian they don't have a draw store. store. They don't have that. a draw store. Yeah, men don't, don't have, no, you guys don't no. have that. Because we ain't buying nothing but draws. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> well, under T-shirts, under, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, so I bought a bunch of two small damn draws that I yeah, Jay, I ain't bought So no what size do you wear, in, may in, I ask? I need a 2X, a long time. I need 2X. What'd you say, Steve? You say? I ain't bought no draws in a pack in a long time. I can buy your underwear. He on the wall. He on the wall. I've never heard of underwear on the wall. What yeah, they on the wall. Yeah, they're on the wall. Yeah, the expensive stores, they have them on the wall. They're like $60, 70 That's what them draws. For draws? Yeah. Underwear comes in a box. In a box? Why are you mumbling? We can't hear you. Yeah, speak up. Because I don't really want to talk about how much it costs. Help us understand. But yeah. you, but, okay, let me preface it by saying. I can't this. believe we're talking about draws. If you put the draws <laughs> on uh-huh. and you wear them uh-huh. and they don't rise up on you, uh-huh. I wear bicycle short draws. Right. Uh, oh, they, okay. You, you, okay. They don't even feel like they own you. They're very, they're Is it the very, dry very fit? comfortable. They don't. They you can't get a wedgie in them. You they don't change <laughs> positions. Right. 
they don't even they feel like skin. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. At least three times a day I got to get mine. How much he, a pack of draws? Hey. A pack of draws <laughs> is about uh, uh, it was a special twenty-five percent off. So oh, that was, you... what? I'm trying to save money. What? That's good. 25. No, I'm not mad. Good deal, yeah. So All about right. about twenty-five, about twenty-five for a pack of three. Yeah, that's okay. about right. Yeah. But and these are not wedgie proof, store. Steve. These are huh? not wedgie. You got to get these, like Junior said, you got to three times a day. You okay. got to get these out. No, no, <laughs> Hello. It's too this far. Not, too far, guys. That's not we happening. Don't... And that's not too far, Shirley. That's no, it is. Cool. A wedgie is not too far, Shirley. Three <laughs> times a day is too much. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I okay. times, don't want to hear that. I'm in town, Junior. Three times a day. I don't understand what the problem is. Shirley, go back to bed in Vegas and relax. I don't want to hear how it's much. Just, it's just talk. It's, it's all right. We could talk about uh, No, are these light wedges are they? They light wedges. You know, that's why you mid-strike. He's <laughs> <laughs> stupid. If you buy these draws, man, you won't have that problem. Okay, Steve, how much okay, those how, draws how much We need to know how much these draws We need to know. How much? <laughs> Come on, Say it. it. Say it. You, you put the build up on it, Steve. Just Come on, it. No just build up it on it. I was just telling them about the draws. I didn't want to get them. Y'all ain't gonna buy them. Why we talking we, about? We just, I'm, a tr- I'm a try well, it, it depends. It depends. Yeah. Ninety dollars. Oh, no. That's some draws for one pair. Do, what? Do you know how you, long I'm gonna wear them draws? You can wear them draws all week, right? <laughs> all, all week. <laughs> I got these on. Come on, Jay. <laughs> I don't care what I'm and, doing. And they yeah, wash themselves, do. right? Yeah. I, I can wear this out in public. This is this an outfit for I me. I wear them drawers with shoes. I don't even need pants. No, no slacks, no pants. $90 for drunk. For one I cannot believe. That's why he hems and haws before he gives us the price. Oh, my that God. That is exactly why right there. I can, that's an outfit for me. And you got a lot of, and you got a lot of these. <laughs> and they come in a box. They come in a box. They come yeah. in a box. A box for ninety dollars. Somebody need to bring these drawers over to my house. <laughs> Help me put <laughs> them on. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But Jay said he would only wear that. He wouldn't wear pants. That's it. Put some shoes on and go out the door. What's happening, everybody? <laughs> Y'all see my ninety dollars yeah. drawers? <laughs> you can't believe the pose that I'm doing. <laughs> this is embarrassing. I'm sorry. I didn't know your game, your draw game, like that. man. You, you got some strong draw game. How, how much are yours, Jay? Three for twenty-five. Three for twenty-five. Three for twenty-five, and that's yeah. with it all. Twenty-five percent off. That's twenty-five percent off, right? Yeah. yeah, that's what we at. Woo! Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> it's Monday. Reverend oh. Motown is in the building. Uh, we have church complaints coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here. She's going to update us on today's national news and our headlines. But, of course, it is Monday, y'all. And uh, that means it's time for Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam with today's church complaints. Mm. Mm. We we gavel on this Monday moment. Grateful or thankful 
and regretful. That's for today is the day that the membership showed a lack of gratitude for the institutional building and epitoire that I have built. Yes. Today is called Church Complaints. That's right. How is it? And on every Monday, they find something to be ungrateful. Mm. Let us mm. begin, Deacon, and hear what in the world is wrong now. Ah, Pastor, <laughs> Brother um, brother James Wilberforce, who wears the pants, uh, seems to be going to the bathroom in the middle of conversation and song. <laughs> Yesterday, while singing in the choir, he... Uh, uh, well, we thought he got caught up in the song when he said, Jesus, but that wasn't the case. He was actually going, and the choir members are trying to put him out of the choir. He's going in the middle of conversation and song. Well, Dale, I want to recommend a brother Will before. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I was mm. up late last night. <coughs> <coughs> Trying to save souls <coughs> at the strip club. And <coughs> got and some feathers up. in my mouth. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brother Wilberforce is wearing Depends and using the bathroom. That is what Depends is for. There's a new product that Brother Rayford introduced to me. It's clip-on tidy bowl air freshener. <laughs> clip-on tidy bowl air freshener. Yeah, you clip it onto your depen. Mm-hmm. Where if you have an accident, it automatically spray. Ah. And so I'm going to ask Brother Wilberforce to try that product for us because we can't lose another choir member. We only have seven. Well, they don't want him because he's going in the middle of the well, song. Well, you tell them I said Brother Wilberforce is a fine tide pail. Oh, and he going to stand there and they're going to deal with it. Oh, we lose okay. any more choir members, we're going to have a quartet. Oh, oh, oh. All right. If this, oh, this is your call, Pastor. I just bring you the complaint. Next. I'm not compl- okay. Uh, Sister Rachel uh, Gilroy says she... Um, Came to church the last uh, two Sundays and, and she was late and they gave her seat away. She normally sits second row far left. Sister Doris Dixon uh, has gotten her seat the past two weeks. Now, the problem is yesterday passed at church after church. Sister Rachel took the entire chair home with her in her car. Now, you can't take uh, chairs from the church. She took the chair from the um second row and um that you're gonna have to deal with that but she took the chair no with her. we we not gonna deal with that that is what you get around here first of all we don't have assigned seating at the jackpot joint of jerusalem and right. the only reason she can fold the chair up is because y'all cheap ass won't give enough money for us to buy pews now if we had pews you can't put one of them in the truck of your car so now until we start giving a little bit more to purchase pews, it's going to be chastity. Uh, uh, right. Okay. 
See, one problem creates another problem. And until right. we solve that problem, this problem ain't going to get solved. Let church say amen. 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 Amen, amen again. Amen. Amen again. Amen. The next complaint. <laughs> uh, Sister Benny Jean Marshall's, uh, her seeing eye dog is in heat and uh, has been leading her to strange places. The past This past <laughs> Sunday, the dog was locked up in the middle of the street with another dog. And somebody poured hot water on him to break him up. Mm-hmm. The eye. And uh, her dog ran off with the other dog. She's asking that the church buy her a new dog and get the dog, you know, spayed or neutered, whatever, you know, so the dog won't get in heat. So, but that's up to you, Pastor, if you want to get her another dog. She's been a member for We're years. We're not going to do that. What, sister, what is her name again? Uh, sister uh, Bernie Jean, Ber- uh, uh, Bernie Jean Marsha. Uh-huh. What she going to have to do is start paying close attention. The dog is leading you to strange places. <laughs> But she's blind, Pastor. Well, your hearing should be impeccable. <laughs> now, if you got guided out in the middle of the street and you don't know your asses in the middle of the street, what do you, what, what do you want me to do? Now, the dog done drug you back in the alley. You didn't hear the alley? Well, the dog was doing it with another dog, <laughs> And you don't hear that? <laughs> well... I don't hear that, and I can hear that, and my hearing ain't that good. Amen. Uh, uh, amen. You can hear that. That, 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 that's, that. That's a very distinguished, that's a very distinguishable sound. Yeah. That yeah. and... <laughs> now, them two together. <laughs> oh! It's a dog, <laughs> It's yeah. a dog, but like I said, what is she doing? Yeah. <laughs> I still would like to hear it one more time. No! <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, what's next? Uh, Pastor, we have a real situation here. Brother, um, our Hispanic member, Brother Javier Hernandez, has been asking to build a wall around our church to keep us safe from harm and danger. Now, he wants to start this week. Sister Gladys Fontenot says there is no gate to the wall. Javier says he's building a tunnel. He wants to be completely safe. The call is up to you on getting the wall started around the church. Obviously, uh, I don't know what the purpose of Javier wanting a wall around the church uh, will do. We're not building no wall here. Mm-hmm. at the uh, jackpot. It, mm-hmm. We, unlike the president, understand <laughs> the, to have people freely come and join us or else we wouldn't be a church. Mm-hmm. Now, we're not building a wall around this church all across Arizona. I don't give a damn what he say. <laughs> Because you're going to take a whole lot. You're going to have Javio and everybody he know down there trying to build a wall. And I don't think they're going. All right. Black people not going to build a wall because we ain't staying in the sun that long no more. This is true, man. All right. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you, Deacon. Coming up at the top of the hour, national news. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, Steve, uh, President Trump uh, tweeted on Saturday morning that the Golden State Warriors are not welcome at the White House to celebrate their 2017 NBA championship. Uh, he says, going to the White House is considered a great honor for a championship team. Stephon Curry is hesitating. Therefore, the invitation is withdrawn. Now, on Friday, uh, Stephon Curry confirmed that he announced he did not want to go to the White House. Take a listen. The things that he said and the things that, uh, that he hasn't said um, in the right times, that we won't stand for. It. And by acting or and not going, hopefully that will um, inspire some change when it comes to what we tolerate in this country and what is accepted and what is what we turn a blind eye to. Um, I mean, it's not just the act of not going. There are things that you have to do on the back end to actually push that message into motion. Um, you can talk about all the different personalities that have said things and done things from Kaepernick to um, what happened to Martellus Bennett to all sorts of you know examples of, of what has gone on in our country that we need to kind of change. Um, and we all are trying to do what we can. We're using our platforms, using our opportunities to to shed light on that. So that's kind of where I stand on it. I mean, he has a right to say that. The, dis, the crazy thing is, is that this president has the time <laughs> to hear it and then tweet about it and rescind the invitation for the entire team. Because what, what exactly was Trump's tweet? Somebody read that to me. Going to the White House is considered a great honor for a championship team, Stephon Curry is hesitating. Therefore, the invitation is withdrawn. That's right there. Tweeted. Yeah. Right there. So petty. You can't get any more petty from the presidential yeah. office. It doesn't make any sense. If Stephon Curry is hesitant, you rescind the offer for the entire team. Yeah. What, man? You uninvite me if I didn't want to go, though. Well, yeah, I didn't want to go. <laughs> right. Because right. he doesn't right. agree with the president's policies. He does not agree with them. See, and that's what it's not. It's only because you disagree with what he said or done. Right. Do you know how many presidents have had teams up there filled with members who didn't vote for that particular president? Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. They went up there for Bush, and a lot of them guys didn't vote for Bush, but Bush invited them to the White House. He was being presidential. There's people up there that didn't vote for Barack Obama, but Barack Obama invites all championships teams because it's the presidential thing to do. Right, mm -hmm. right. This guy is not presidential at all. Did you hear what he said? When he was speaking in Alabama about the football oh, yeah. players, yes, who yeah. NFL. When we yeah. come back. I'm gonna talk about that because that right there is really, really huge, and I, I, I have something to say about that. And I, right. it's just, it's, it's just this, it's, it's just. I mean, man, I've, I'm. This president is is beyond divisive. I mean, he takes one step yeah. forward and two steps back. It's make All America time. hate. That's what he's doing. Make America hate. Man. That's great. <sighs> All right, Steve, uh, she's here. Introduce Miss Ann, please. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. 
Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Thanks, everybody. This is Andrew with the news, and let's get to it. But first, I got to tell you about Tennessee. A woman was shot to death yesterday by a masked gunman who opened fire in the parking lot outside a church in Antioch, Tennessee. That's right outside Nashville, a little before noon, and seven other people were injured, even though the shooter turned the gun on himself. He survived. He is under arrest. There are no IDs out here, but the, the shooter is said to be a 25-year-old immigrant from the Sudan. That was in Tennessee yesterday. Also yesterday, some 200 NFL players demonstrated their defiance of the remark President Trump made in Alabama on Friday about players who feel the need to protest injustice and team owners. Wouldn't you love to see one of these NFL owners when somebody disrespects our flag to say, get that son of a bitch off the field right now, out, he's fired. He's fired! Well, the protests began overseas in London with more than a dozen Baltimore Ravens and Jacksonville Jaguars going down on one knee as the Star Spangled Banner was played. In Boston, about 20 Patriots knelt while Trump friend Tom Brady locked arms with teammates. In Chicago, the Pittsburgh Steelers stayed in the locker room during the playing of the anthem. Demonstrations also went beyond the NFL. Oakland Athletics catcher Bruce Maxwell has become the first Major League Baseball player to take a knee during the National Anthem. Maxwell's protest took place before Saturday night's game against the Texas Rangers. Meanwhile, in the NBA, Steph Curry's having his say after first saying he didn't think he'd attend a traditional White House dinner given for each year's NBA champs anyway, and then seeing President Trump rescind his invitation to the star player via Twitter. By not going, hopefully that will inspire some change when it comes to what we tolerate in this country and what is accepted and what we turn a blind eye to. And now Curry's whole team's decided to skip the White House dinner. Golden State Warriors saying they'll go to Washington, D.C., but they're not going to the White House. They'll go to the neighborhoods and talk to children and all that kind of stuff. Also, at this past weekend's Global Citizens concert on the Great Lawn in Central Park in uh, New York City, Stevie Wonder not only performed, but he also took a knee in solidarity with Colin Kaepernick. Another issue uh, on the agenda here, the issue of head injuries to the National Football League players. President Trump appears to be critical of the NFL for trying to prevent such injuries. He tweets about that, that, quote, penalties for hard hits are ruining the game. That's according to him. 4,000 Army reservists now in Puerto Rico joining the island's recovery effort from Hurricane Maria. Advisories are up before the waters off North Carolina thanks to Hurricane Maria, which is still a Category 2 storm. They're, again, it's not expected to hit land. North Carolina was expected to bring a lot of rain, a lot of wind. And another earthquake has shaken Mexico, this time in the southern state of Oaxaca. They say that this latest quake was felt in Mexico City, registering 6.1, the Richter scale, sending folks running into the streets. Of course, this follows Tuesday's quake, which has so far killed more than 200 and 80 people. Talks at the box office this weekend, Kingsman, and it was the second My close. grandfather thinks this town is cursed. That all the bad things that happen. And that's about it, which brought another $30 million. Back to 20 minutes after the hour, Eugene the Butterfly, Steve Harvey Morning Show, in effect. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Um, Steve, introduce Jay so Jay can introduce the Butterfly, please. Whoa! Good morning, everyone. No, the, the butterfly. Cause I do. Okay. Very. Whistle it. Oh. Wait. 
German. Jeden Abend ist Abend sie. Jetzt den Armstrong. He's running out of time for his segment, guys. Oh, yeah, that's true. Shirley's correct. That was Okay, are you, are you out there? Come on, Butterfly. Go ahead, Butterfly. Yes. Good morning, Shirley. Carter In Jr. Turkey. <laughs> we don't know Turkish. You don't even speak Turkish. Turkey, 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 Turkey. There you go. Go ahead, Butterfly. Nailed it. You all are being disrespectful. Yes, we are. Ahead, okay. Do we? Let me do this because it's it's starting to happen a lot. Do we need to have a meeting about my segment? Because you know I wanted an intro from J. Anthony Brown and I got it, but it's just, it's just y'all drag it and drag it and it's just it's too much. You know y'all gonna make me take a knee on this. How long you been waiting to do that? No, I'm serious. Uh, I would take a knee on this. Uh, I know you serious. <laughs> Come on, butterfly. You no, seriously, Shirley, it's gone too far. They're going to make me take a knee on this. I'm a, I'm a really... <laughs> I will protest this whole yeah, issue. I'm serious. Uh, I, I would... Cool. I'm serious. To let y'all know I'm serious, I'll take two knees. I mean it. I, I know not, that's I'm right. Not, I know that's right. Do you do know the I'm, butterfly? I'm, because I do. I'm oh. serious, Stephen. I would take a knee if you don't back up off of me and don't, you know. I mean, your sleep is almost you. over, butterfly. Oh. <laughs> no, no, but seriously, Charlie. I'm just saying, I can't do. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna take Do a knee because what it is is that I can't. Almost over. <laughs> Sing it, Shirley. Don't oh. go. Do you Shirley. know your segment's, your segment's almost, almost over. over. Oh my second, it's gone. See, that's it. Thanks for that's coming, it. Butterfly. I'm, I'm taking a knee. I am. Yes, and ain't you glad? <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve, Sunday was week three of the NFL season, and some of the NFL players were very upset at President Trump. On Friday, at a rally for Alabama Republican Senator, uh, Senate candidate, I should say, Luther Strange, Donald Trump said he thought NFL team owners should fire players who protest standing for the national anthem by taking a knee or sitting down. Take a listen. Wouldn't you love to see one of these NFL owners when somebody disrespects our flag? To say, get that son of a bitch off the field right now. Out. He's fired. He's fired. Really, wow. President? Wow. Really, Mr. President? First of all, <laughs> this is the one I've been waiting on because I, I paid very close attention to it. First of all, the term SOB coming out of the mouth of the president. Thank you. I don't know what we just so do to, man. So, I, I, ju- I just don't know wh- mm-hmm. why we don't have any level of accountability mm-hmm. for the president or nothing. And I'm so sick of this bipartisan country we live in where all the Republicans are A-OK with everything he says and then all the Democrats hate everything. How is it that you can be a Republican and not see what's wrong here? You've got to think something is wrong when the president of your country talks like this as an example to your kids. So that's what we done came down to. Mm. Next, he says, wouldn't you like to see, and then the 
to fire them, get those SOBs out of there. And the crowd goes wild. Did you hear mm-hmm. that? That's what he wants. That's yes. the applause. He lives okay. for that applause. Now, like let that. me point out to you the genius of this statement. He said this in Alabama. Yes. Oh, yeah. Who oh, ain't yeah. got an NFL team. <laughs> Make the statement in the state of Alabama that you're going to get rid of some players off of Roll Tide Roll and get some players <laughs> off of War Eagle and see how many cheers you get. Mm-hmm. It'll get Church Mouse quiet over there. Uh-huh. You try to take their beloved college football programs from yes. them in any capacity mm-hmm. and watch what happened to your ass. But see, he and- said it about the NFL in a state that don't have an NFL team. All divisive. Even owners of football teams came out and spoke against this. Mm-hmm. Even Roger Goodell. He did. Shocking. Spoke he out did, finally. The, which stunned me. Finally, yeah. yeah he, he said slammed. something. He yeah. slammed his And I just watched this did. guy in these crowds. This You did this in Alabama, man. See, go to New York and say, let's get rid of these players. Go anywhere where they have an NFL team. Now, the people in Alabama are some great football fans. But go down there and say you're going to take players off of Crimson Tide or, mm-hmm. or, or War yes. Eagles and see what happens. Because they don't play that about their football. Why would you say that, man? That disrespects our flag. You're not even listening to what the players are saying. This is not to disrespect the flag. It is to draw attention to say, hey, we as a country have got to be more inclusive. And we want your attention. They're doing it in the form of peaceful protest. Now, if we start setting fires and looting, then what we, you know what we got then? They're doing it in a peaceful form of protest. And you have no respect for the people's right to protest. That's what's foul about this dude, man. He's just not getting it. Yeah. As we mentioned, Roger Goodell, uh, NFL commissioner, slammed the president for his remarks. He released this statement. The NFL and our players are at our best when we help create a sense of unity in our country and our culture. There is no better example than the amazing response from our clubs and players to the terrible natural disasters we've experienced over the last month. Divisive comments like these demonstrate uh, an unfortunate lack of respect for the NFL, our great game, and all of our players, and a failure to understand the overwhelming force for good our clubs and players represent in our communities. Numerous NFL players address the president via social media stating, uh, so the players are SOBs for protesting social and racial injustices in this country, but the uh, but at the rally in August after the violent white supremacist rally that left a woman dead in Charlottesville, Trump praised the very fine people on both sides. Wow. What? That's crazy. That's <laughs> yeah. crazy. Mm. Yes, it yes. is. You know what, man? Uh, that's, that's a great point for them cats mm-hmm. to make. Mm-hmm. These cats are athletes, man, but they're mm-hmm. thinking people. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, you don't want to miss today's strawberry letter. But right now, it's time for the nephew and the prank phone call. Yo, trash stank. <laughs> Period. Uh, it's trash, though. Yeah, Yo, well, trash stank. Okay. <laughs> smell good? Huh? Trash normally. You didn't you you smell some trash uh, stank, stank louder than the rest of them. Your trash stank. You know what I'm talking about. Hello? Hello. Hey, I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to read Swerve. 
That's not what the people in the neighborhood want. We want you to I don't give a damn what they want. I'm telling you what I'm going to do. And how the f*** did you get my phone number in the way? I, I already told you, man. I got your number from one of the neighbors on your street that said they who? didn't want to get tell in the middle. Tell me who, to the left or to the right. Tell me which one of the Pretty funky right there. What y'all think? Pretty funky. <laughs> pretty funky. Yes. Pretty Stinky funky. trash. Absolutely yeah. trash. What? How's the play going? Oh my God. It's my time. I just had to tell oh. you. It's, it's, it's my time. As my grandmama say, I have come into my own. What happens when you walk out on that stage, nephew? I ain't gonna lie to you. To walk out on stage and get an applause as soon as you walk out there and ain't said nothing yet feels good anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's love. Uh huh. So you have to wait before you speak because of applause oh, is so much. <laughs> Remember Michael Jackson used to do that. So you and Michael Jackson now? Mm. I ain't Mike. What? I ain't nowhere near Mike. <laughs> he used what? to walk you out on say stage. Shirley. You remember Michael Jackson used to just no. walk out on stage <laughs> and not uh, open his mouth, not utter a word, and the crowd would go crazy. Oh, Sounds like okay. that's what nephew's saying mm. happened to him. Oh, so you're up there with them now. You're huh? right up there, man. Yeah. Whatever. Peter walked his ass out there, and they started. They going, they going nuts mm-hmm. before he even say anything. And you the mean crowd like goes just like wild. they do when Johnny Gill walk out there? <laughs> mm-hmm. please, please. Shut up, Junior. He said it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And if he said it, he means it. It's happening. I'm with it. 
The man is not going to come on here and lie. He's saying when he walks out there, it's crazy. They're ripping up feet. Wow. We're going to take a pause and clean the stage so Tommy can speak. As soon as we clean the stage, we'll be right back. We got to go. Security. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, up next, we have the strawberry letter, of course. But first, what is going on with the war of words between President Trump and North Korea's Kim Jong-un? Recently, President Trump praised China's central bank for ordering other Chinese banks to seize business with North Korea. He also warned that North Korea will be destroyed if it attacks the U.S. or its allies. Kim Jong-un answered uh, that threat by calling Trump mentally deranged. Mm. Yeah, it's getting crazy, right? Uh, This past Friday, the president told a crowd of supporters in Huntsville, Alabama, that Rocket Man, that's what he calls Un, uh, (laughs) Rocket Man should have been handled a long time ago. And Trump went on to say he will handle little Rocket Man. I can't. Yeah, really. You know, a fight that's about to happen, and, and you can't stop it. This what this is. This is a fight that's going. Uh, I, I certainly hope. They can and stop we involved this one. in the fight. We gonna but be see, involved in it. But yeah. see, his son won't have to go. None right. of his sons will have to go. No, they won't. His daughter won't have to go. You know, who's right. gonna have to pay for this war? Of words are, are people in the military, and it's not necessary. Look, man, this this dude, this rhetoric, this is it's just yeah. non-presidential, man. It's just not how to be president. No, nope. that's not a leader. No, nope. nope. it's not a good you leader. Know, and I don't know how to be president, but I do have a clear picture of how not to be president. <laughs> okay, clear yeah. picture of how not to do it. Yeah. And this guy's doing it, man. I mean, man. I think he's doing this to keep this investigation off our minds. And, and he, oh, absolutely. I, I really it's a distraction, this, Jay. A distraction. I agree with that. Right. Oh, I agree the, with that. The Russia probe. Yeah. The Russia probe, right. And anything it, it he can tr- do to keep this investigation off mm-hmm. our minds and keep us unfocused from what he mm-hmm. really did, all him, him and his little cronies did, and, that's, and still are doing in the White House, mm-hmm. is, is helping him. Because we're not yeah, talking especially about with that. his base. It's yeah. helping him, especially yeah. with his base. He, I don't know. He's just, a madman. He really is. He, he looks so presidential when he was down there in Florida. Yeah, he know, looks like he was, this is what he likes to do. Yeah. Look, man, yeah. When, he, when, he, when he, was, when he passed the, the bill against the Republicans' wishes for the hurricane relief, because they wanted to Democrats. tie it to building of the wall. Or I mean, wall. not building of the wall, but to something else. Then when he passed, when he said he was going to stick with DACA, they got mad because they wanted to tie that to border security. Yes. Then, you know, I was thinking, wow, man, this guy's making a couple of steps towards the light. Mm-hmm. But he takes one step forward, which ain't often. And 12 back. But he take a whole bunch back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and this oh, whole yeah. and he thing, down. man, about this NBA team not coming to uh, the White uh, House. Yes. Look, man, you got to be bigger than that yes. if you're going to be the president. You just got to be bigger, man. I'm yeah. sorry. No, so there, there were people that didn't want to come to the White House when President Barack Obama was there. That's Absolutely. right. He didn't, he didn't trip, man. Yeah. He, kept on, he kept on pushing. Tommy, Tommy, Tom Brady didn't even go. Exactly. That's, that's, right. that's right. That's right. I don't think his wife wants to be in the White House. Melania. <laughs> Talking about a championship <laughs> team, huh? The way she's slapping that hand back, man. I don't think but she you know, want to be the one. Quit reaching but you know, for me. Shame. You're right. He is really mad that Obama, that more people, even though he's the president, more people still like Barack Obama than him. And he can't take it. 
He well, just cannot. He really never have yeah. approval yeah. rating that, that Obama, Obama had. had. Never. At, at President Obama's lowest approval rate, mm-hmm. he'll never reach that number. No. Mm. And, and at, at the rate he's lowest, going, he, it's getting hey, worse. Man, let, let me tell you something. Over the weekend, the first Major League Baseball player kneeled. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, man. Okay. I didn't the know that. first I know. Major League Baseball player. And a lot of NFL kneeled yesterday, too, dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Stevie Wonder uh, was at a concert. Uh, he, he kneeled. He he took a knee, and then he took two knees because he says he's praying for the country. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're on your both knees, knees you're praying. praying. Yeah, yeah. Praying. yeah, a yeah. lot of the a lot of the strippers are supporting the football players, and yeah, they're taking absolutely. a knee. So they decided mm-hmm. to take a knee. <laughs> All right, we got to get out of here. Um, <laughs> the support. <laughs> Let's get Did to I the letter, something? nephew. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get to the letter. I mean, to the Buckle letter. Up. Hold on tight. Because if I did, I apologize. Strawberry left. Supporting. (laughs) This one right here. Subject, our co-worker has a problem with body odor. Dear Stephen Shirley, for quite some time now, I and some of my female black co-workers have been discussing a very delicate problem. We're all women in our 50s who thought we could deal with just about anything. However, a little over a year ago, we got a new co-worker, also a black female, who has a severe problem with personal hygiene. She wears unkept clothes that cling to her in the most unflattering way, dirty sneakers and stretched out slouch socks. Her hair needs to be, at the very least, washed and combed. Uh, We've given up on her using a straightening comb or getting a perm or well-maintained natural hairstyle in parentheses last but not least and to add insult to injury she has unpleasant body odors some days it smells like urine and some days it smells like an unbathed woman uh at certain times of the month We have discussed over and over various possible ways to talk to her about this. We feel embarrassed for her and want to approach her before one of our white co-workers decides to do so. We feel strongly that this should come from one of us. This woman is in her 40s, is quite intelligent, has a wonderfully pleasant personality, speaks articulately, and she possesses an obvious natural beauty under all of that negative stuff. Please help us, Stephen Shirley. We don't know how to proceed in a kind and gentle way. I would even be willing to take her shopping for several decent outfits suitable for working in our professional high-profile office. Sincerely, concerned co-workers. Wow. Uh, well, dear concerned co-workers, um, you're right. This is a tough call, you know, especially if you want to be gentle and delicate about it. Um, you know, I feel bad that you have to both smell her and tell her, but you got to do it. I mean, you absolutely have to do it. Why should you have to come to work and be subjected to this? Uh, sometimes, you know, if people don't know, they just don't know. I mean, everybody just wasn't taught these things, okay? They just were not. Um, I I suggest you and your group of uh, ladies at work maybe take her to lunch and then just talk to her. Just get it out. I mean, tell her you don't want to hurt her feelings, but it's it's a problem. It's a problem all through the office. And actually tell her that she needs uh, to wash and, you know, suggest that you take her shopping, that you would. But, you know, just tell her you're not trying to hurt her feelings. It is, it is hard. But you got to do it. 
12 minutes after, we'll be back. No, that ain't what I see. I know you don't. Well, I'm going. <laughs> hey, let me tell y'all something. You got some what, My answer going a whole nother way right here. We know that. Share the answer the letter. Be nice. No, be no. Nice. Share the answer the letter. I'm just responding. Well, <laughs> see you Dear Steve and Shirley, for quite some time now, I and some of my female black co-workers have been discussing a very delicate problem. We are all women in our 50s who thought we could deal with just about anything. However, a little over a year ago, we got a new co-worker, also a black female, who has a severe problem with personal hygiene. She wears unkept clothes that cling to her in the most unflattering way. Dirty sneakers, stretched out slouch socks. Her hair needs to be, at the very least, washed and combed. <sighs> We've given up on her using a straightening comb or getting a perm or well-maintained natural hairstyle. Last but not least, and to add insult to injury, she has unpleasant body odor. Some days it smells like urine, and some days it smells like unbathed woman do at a certain time of the month. We have discussed over and over various possible ways to talk to her about this. We feel embarrassed for her and want to approach her before one of our white co-workers decides to do so. We feel strongly that this should come from one of us. This woman is in her 40s, is quite intelligent, has a wonderfully pleasant personality, speaks articulately, and she possesses an obvious natural beauty under all that negative stuff. Please help us, Steve and Shirley. We don't know how to proceed in a kind and gentle way. I would be willing to take her shopping for several decent outfits suitable for working in our professional high-profile office. Sincerely, concerned co-worker. Go for it. Well, concerned co-worker. Yes. I appreciate your concern. And you women up there in your 50s, obviously, are dignified ladies and, and very proud of yourself. And, but you are dealing with an issue here that has uh, fallen several people. And I'll tell you what the main issue is. What? You as African-American women feel responsible for the other African-American. And that's a good thing. But you're concerned about her because you also know, as we all do, that for some reason there's a rule where this woman cast a bad light on the rest of you. Mm. You don't want this woman to cast a bad light on the rest of you because you consider her one of us. That's a noble way to look at it, and that's beautiful and everything. But you have a problem, though. Cause homegirl coming to here looking straight crazy. <laughs> Hair all over her head, ain't got a perm, won't get a beautiful natural style, won't lock it. Do, do nothing. She won't nothing. Cornrow it something. Just get it in some order. Pick that dirt out your hair. Something. <laughs> now she got clothes clinging to her in an unseemly way. That means her clothes <laughs> is laying in places that ain't got no business places, and you can see body prints. That you uncomfortable seeing. Don't nobody want to see your drawers under your dress. Don't nobody want to see this big imprint in the front in front of you. Now we can see the design, size, shape, and all this. Don't nobody want to see that. Now to top it off, she got an unpleasant body odor. Breast showing. (laughs) Hair bumps around the breast. Rings on her. You don't. You ain't need to what? know all this. Hey, hey, what? Hey, hey, what? Hey. what? But now she got an unplayed. Some days it smells like urine. Well, uh, depending on what kind of urine it is. No, it doesn't. And if it's baby urine, it's okay from a three-month-old. <laughs> but if it's grown man urine, oh, if it's gross, I'm an gross. adult urine, 
Now we got a problem. <laughs> well, I'm going to just explain something to you. Let me help you out, Steve Harvey style. I hope you listen to Shirley answer because I ain't got none of that for you. <laughs> Here's a letter that I found. We feel embarrassed for her and want to approach her before one of our white co-workers decides to do so. Mm. I say, let the white people handle it. There you go. With your See, rant. now here we go. <laughs> yes. See, because you got to let white people do some things for you. Because I like their approach sometimes. I actually like to see them go off because their voice elevates and they have phrases that make you think something's really wrong here. Because you let them keep passing by big girl over there. Smelling all that gorilla urine and that, and, 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 that, and that rhino that smell like you down at the zoo. One of them white folk go snap. And this one, ah! Father God! See, they have phrases that they use that lets you know are something really wrong. For crying out loud! Ralph. For Pete's sake! Holy farts! You know, they don't find what that. What? Fly like what? an eagle! She Wiz, what is going on? Lady, I got to tell you, my blue eyes are crying. Oh, blue eyes. Somebody going to walk past the girl and go, Jiminy Crickets. <laughs> I'm telling you, I love to hear their phrases, man. Yeah. yeah. I'm having an Elvis Presley moment here. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. I'm telling you. You got to let white folks handle it sometimes. Oh, oh, God, I seen fur and I seen rain. All right, guys, we got to go get out of here. You can email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at My Girl Shirley. Uh, don't forget to join me this Thursday at 1.30 p.m. for my after show Strawberry Letter live on Facebook. And switching gears now, Steve, a California family man gets a letter from their neighborhood homeowners association telling them that their kids shouldn't play in front of their own house. What? Yeah, in front, not in front of your house, but in front of our house. And homeowners in well, What are they supposed to play at? Right. The letter stated, we have received several reports from homeowners who have almost hit your children while they have been playing in the streets. Please have your children play in your backyard or in the park. Uh, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't tell They're me. They're in the street. Yeah, in the street. My house. My kids. Wait, 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 wait. If the Homeowners Association is telling you that people are almost hitting your kids because they mm-hmm. out in the street playing, I mean, come on, man. Why are your kids in the street, though? And they're giving you a warning? But man, your kids are in the street and several people are complaining. Well, oh, depends. Oh, I used to yeah, play with you in the street. Too. What is your yeah, I didn't mean yeah, hit yeah, There were no cars. Nobody had a car. Because our backyard really was a garden. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. We talked about him. This is the story, Steve, you've been waiting on. President Trump said the NFL should fire players who don't stand during the national anthem. We'll talk about that at 41 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve, Sunday was week three of the NFL season, and some of the NFL players were very upset at President Trump. On Friday, at a rally for Alabama Republican Senator, uh, Senate candidate, I should say, Luther Strange, Donald Trump said he thought NFL team owners should fire players who protest standing for the national anthem by taking a knee or sitting down. Take a listen. Wouldn't you love to see one of these NFL owners 
when somebody disrespects our flag, to say, get that son of a off the field right now, out, he's fired. He's fired! Really, wow. President? Wow. Really, Mr. President? First of all, <laughs> this is the one I've been waiting on because I, I paid very close attention to it. First of all, the term SOB coming out of the mouth of the president. Thank you. I don't know what we just so do to, man. So I, I, ju- I just don't know wh- mm-hmm. why we don't have any level of accountability mm-hmm. for the president or nothing. And I'm so sick of this bipartisan country we live in where all the Republicans are A-OK with everything he says, and then all the Democrats hate everything. How is it that you can be a Republican and not see what's wrong here? You've got to think something is wrong when the president of your country talks like this as an example to your kids. So that's what we didn't came down to? Mm. Okay, cause look, look, I got social media saying what they want to say, but the president is different. Next, he says, wouldn't you like to see, and then the... To fire them, get those SOBs out of there, and the crowd goes wild. Did you mm-hmm. hear that? That's what he wants. That's yes. the applause. He lives okay. for that applause. Now, like let that. me point out to you the genius of this statement. He said this in Alabama. Yes. Oh, yes. Who oh, ain't yeah. got an NFL team. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, let's get them out. i tell you what. Make the statement in the state of Alabama that you're going to get rid of some players off of Roll Tide Roll and get some players <laughs> off of War Eagle and see how many cheers you get. Mm-hmm. It'll get Church Mouse quiet over there. Uh-huh. You try to take their beloved college football programs from yes. them in any capacity mm-hmm. and watch what happened to your ass. But see, he and- said it about the NFL in a state that don't have an NFL team. But what you're talking about is all divisive. Even owners, even owners of football teams came out and spoke against this. Mm -hmm. Even Roger Goodell spoke out against it, which stunned me. (laughs) Finally, yeah, Yeah, he he said something. He slammed his. And I just watched this guy in these crowds. This you did this in Alabama, man. Go down to New Orleans and say that. See, go to New York and say, let's get rid of these players. Go anywhere where they have an NFL team. Now, the people in Alabama are some great football fans. But go down there and say you're going to take players off of Crimson Tide or, mm-hmm. or, or War yes. Eagles and see what happens. Yeah. I better get mm-hmm. real quiet down there then because they don't play that about their football. But they ain't got no pro team. No. Why would you say that, man, that disrespects our flag? You're not even listening to what the players are saying. This is not to disrespect the flag. It is to draw attention to say, hey, we as a country have got to be more inclusive and we want your attention. They're doing it in the form of peaceful protest. Now, if we start setting fires and looting, then you know what we got then? They're doing it in a peaceful form of protest. And you have no respect for the people's right to protest. That's what's foul about these dudes, man. It's just not getting yeah. As we mentioned, Roger Goodell, uh, NFL commissioner, slammed the president for his remarks. He released this statement. The NFL and our players are at our best when we help create a sense of unity in our country and our culture. 
there is no better example than the amazing response from our clubs and players to the terrible natural disasters we've experienced over the last month. Divisive comments like these demonstrate uh, an unfortunate lack of respect for the NFL, our great game, and all of our players, and a failure to understand the overwhelming force for good our clubs and players represent in our communities. Numerous NFL players addressed the president via social media stating, uh, so the players are SOBs for protesting social and racial injustices in this country. But the uh, but at the rally in August, after the violent white supremacist rally that left a woman dead in Charlottesville, Trump praised the very fine people on both sides. Wow. What? That's crazy. That's <laughs> yeah. crazy. Yes, it yes. is. You know what, man? That's, that's a great point for them cats mm-hmm. to make. Mm-hmm. These cats are athletes, man, but they're mm-hmm. thinking people. But, man, we've got a guy in the White House, man, that's not getting it, man. He's just not getting his role as the president to try to unify the country. But anytime you tell another person to do something against another person from the White House, that's the wrong message to send, man, clearly. It's the wrong message to send. But I'm, uh, and and, and the fear with this is he's not going to get better because he's old. He's seven. No. He's seven. And, and when he says crazy stuff, he he never apologizes. All he does is just double down. It's almost like in your face. Yeah, I said it. Now what? I'm the president. You know, that's the attitude that's horrible coming from him as our president. I hate that. You can be wrong. He sometimes. keeps calling for people to get fired. Yeah, yeah. You, you can be wrong. That's, that's this ain't the Apprentice, partner. Man, right. reality can, show. Can we yeah. call for him to get fired? Can we call for that? Well, I'm telling you, man, they're working on that. I'm telling you right now, they're working on that. I don't, I don't know how they're gonna get it, but they're working on it. This whole Russia thing, they're working on it. They're trying to come up with a way, and I don't think it's gonna happen because I, I just don't. But we've got to find a way to stay afloat and ride this guy out before we get in a nuclear war with North Korea. That Oh, God, Steve. And I'm, don't you, you don't understand don't how that. this fool over here in North Korea is talking about detonating a hydrogen bomb in the Pacific. In the Pacific Ocean. Okay. Do you know what that would do? <laughs> do you Jesus. know the tidal wave that would create? Man. Uh, listen, coming up next, former FBI Director James Comey spoke at Howard University. And boy, oh boy, it did not go well. What? Mm. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, our home station in Washington, D.C., of course, is WHUR-FM on the campus of Howard University. And things were pretty heated on this past Friday. Former FBI Director uh, James Comey delivered a convocation address, and it did not go well for him. Uh, Yeah, Standing before a packed auditorium, Comey stood silently for over 15 minutes as the students yelled, Get James Comey. You're not our homie. Take a listen. Thank you, President Frederick.
Uh, protesters also chanted Black Lives Matter here, according to MSN.com. Uh, according to the university press release, Comey is slated to give a number of speeches during the following year. His role at Howard will include engaging the Howard community through a lecture series designed to foster fruitful discussion and spur meaningful interaction. Now, Steve, some of the students agreed with the protest and others said they just wanted to hear Comey out. One young student said, check this out. I love being black, but I also love being black and educated. And in order to do that is to choose intellect over ignorance. You have to keep an open mind and hear all parties out. The former FBI director has stayed mostly, of course, out of the spotlight since his dramatic testimony before the Senate Intelligence Committee back in June. Well, um, I agree with what the students said Mm -hmm. about that. But I also agree with protest. Mm -hmm. Because protest is real. And people want to be heard, and they choose different ways to do it. They do this out at Berkeley. You understand? Them kids Mm -hmm. over there starting fires and all kinds of stuff at Berkeley. So when you have a protest at HBCU, let's not be so hard on the kids who protest. Now, to invite him, for whatever reason, Howard did, which I think is okay, to invite him, but then not to let him speak, I don't understand that. But it's their right to protest. I understand that part of it. Mm-hmm, yeah. I understand and I get it. I would have loved to have heard what he had to say, especially being fired from the mm-hmm. White House by this president. He was already in place before Donald Trump took office. He was removed by Donald Trump. So I would love to hear what he has to say. So in that regard, I agree with the student who wanted to be educated to what he may say. Yeah. Yeah. He did get a chance to to speak. speak. He just let the students do their protesting and he did finally get to say his speech and so okay, cool. i mean he then, yeah he kind of cool. understood what was yeah, going right. on People yeah you still blame him for hillary's loss yeah and, they, and yeah. some issues with ferguson too mm-hmm. missouri with yeah. the fbi and the handling of the michael brown i got all that that's why yeah. i'm cool with the protest yes mm-hmm. yes but i have to speak on both sides of it absolutely i don't know exactly how the uh young people will feel it but i do mm-hmm. know how they feel it because mm-hmm. I've been in a lot of protests in my life. So I agree wholeheartedly with po- yeah. protest. And them young people up at Howard, there's some intelligent people up there. Yes, oh, sir. Yeah, yes. So yes. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm all with them on that. If you want to stand there and let him know how you feel through protest, I think you should. I also admire the fact that, like you said, I didn't know this, but he stood there, let them have they say, and then mm-hmm. he gave his speech. Okay, yeah. that right there, that that's that's a quality quality yeah. move because yeah. what you don't want to do is deny the students and the people who invited you an opportunity to hear what you had to say so uh, that regard was cool i think yeah. everybody got what they wanted out of the deal i think the protesters were 100 percent correct in what they did because that's their form of protest y'all gonna hear us cool i'm with that y'all right and it's that. not gonna end there he's there for a lecture series he's gonna mm-hmm. be there for 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 a minute designed to now i'm going to the house well you know what too steve i was watching I'm the at, video I mean, with him 
I'm, I'm gonna pass. <laughs> and on the next speech, we both gonna be passing our stuff. Yeah, it wasn't easy for him to deliver the speech because they still were, you know, yeah. chanting and hissing. There was some of the students who were still doing that. So that speech delivery was not easy. But, I mean, you know, he's a smart you know, man. He understood the, and, the situation. And he did it. Yeah, he went yeah. through it. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you. So, Once I, mean, I got my check and you booing, I'm I'm back at the room. I don't care. <laughs> you don't want anybody yeah, booing you. you. They boo and the yeah. check is cleared. I'm just going to go back to my room. But they they rhymed homie, Comey with homie though. Well, I wouldn't I'm, I'm, I wouldn't have been there. I would never heard that. <laughs> Once they started, you was gone. Once you get the check. <laughs> All right, we'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, Steve. Carla said we should discuss this subject, but I vehemently disagree. <laughs> well, whatever, Shirley. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in protest. <laughs> y'all, y'all right and wrong. Y'all yeah. Are you taking a knee, Shirley? Are you taking uh, a knee? Too, Jay. But you already know why the subject is cooking. Oh, so I want you guys. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. She yeah, took a knee on that years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so listen to this. So, Steve, guys, okay, one of the judges from Top Chef recently shared some tips to help folks step their game up in the kitchen. And I thought this would be a good idea for you guys to hear some of these tips, discuss it with Shirley, and maybe you guys can give her some pointers and things like that, add to it. Okay, so here we go. You ready? You guys on board with this? Ready, ready, ready. Come on. Okay, the first tip, you're not cooking enough. So practice makes perfect. All right, that ain't going to help. What else he got? No. You but you need Shirley, to help her. But Shirley yeah. ain't going to help. She ain't, she ain't cooking, all right? I don't even know why Shirley has a kitchen in her house. That could be an extra living room, really. That could really. be another she room. She really closet. Need. It could be hey, another Tommy. closet. Oh, closet. Yeah. Remember that apartment Shirley had? And she was in it for over a year. And then yep. we finally convinced her, and she opened up her refrigerator, and it was new. I mean, opened up her oven, and it was new, and it had cardboard. <laughs> And directions. Yeah, you know, it still had the directions in the car. Not open. In the oven. She never even opened it up. Oh, my God. That's really true. Okay, Shirley, practice makes perfect. Let's come on, boo. Let's get in the kitchen. Let's start. Let's start. You know, you're married now. Come on, now. They still appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, Junior. All right, here's the second tip. Basic tools. You don't need a food processor and all the blenders and all that fancy stuff. Just a knife. Get in there, cut up your vegetables, your sides, no, your onions. Just you old, think she gonna do old that? school. You think she, she gonna do that? Damn pot. Why? <laughs> Why? You think she gonna cut an onion and be no. crying and all that? <laughs> <laughs> she gonna be crying, Tommy. <laughs> she can't do that. Come uh-uh. on, Steve. Come on now. You gotta give us some motivation with that. It's too late. It's too late. It's never too this late. This girl is a lost cause. What you talking about? <laughs> Trump ain't changing and Shirley ain't. <laughs> Two people we know ain't changing. <laughs> got a better what chance of point? Trump being a good president than we got of her being a good president. <laughs> <laughs> That's never going to happen. That's bad. That oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Well, Shirley, okay, okay. One of the tips the chef said that you can start, like, with a recipe. You can start with the basic part of the recipe mm-hmm. and then you can add your own twist and make it your own like that she time you need to add nothing follow them damn directions don't try <laughs> to deviate or be in there improv 
Do what the damn book say first. I like peanut butter. I think I'll put some peanut butter in this dressing. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, what about the time peanut you cooked butter this? In the dressing? Peanut butter dressing. That's disgusting. <laughs> Whatever. How's that going So this work, is though? a lost cause, huh, uh-huh. Steve? He's quiet. I, I thought this would be good. Yeah, yeah it's a lost cause. I'll be arguing with y'all about this. <laughs> cooking she tips. can't cook. She don't want to cook. She don't know how to cook, and she shouldn't cook. <laughs> I like, I like all that. Thank, thank you. I like that. I like she all that. Get her husband, but I like Nesto. <laughs> Sitting here, send this man through all this trial and error mess. She finna go in here and make. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> want nobody first time making cornbread. What's a what, Steve? No, you, what? Don't you don't want, want nobody's first time making cornbread. You don't want to try out cornbread. It's never yeah. good. You're right, Steve. It's never good. good. No. All right, nice try, Carla. Nice try, Your guys. Your first cornbread yeah. is never good. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Ever. And they always right, we'll invite you to get some. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, uh, President Trump uh, tweeted on Saturday morning that the Golden State Warriors are not welcome at the White House to celebrate their 2017 NBA championship. Uh, He says, going to the White House is considered a great honor for a championship team. Stephon Curry is hesitating. Therefore, the invitation is withdrawn. Now, on Friday, uh, Stephon Curry confirmed that he announced he did not want to go to the White House. Take a listen. The things that he said and the things that... uh that he hasn't said um, in the right times that we won't stand for it. And by acting or and not going, hopefully that will um, inspire some change when it comes to what we tolerate in this country and what is accepted and what is what we turn a blind eye to. Um, I mean, it's not just the act of not going. There are things that you have to do on the back end to actually push that message into motion. Um, you can talk about all the different personalities that have said things and done things from Kaepernick to um, what happened to Mart- Martellus Bennett to all sorts of you know examples of, of what has gone on in our country that we need to kind of change. Um, and we all are trying to do what we can. We're using our platforms, using our opportunities to, to shed light on that. So that's kind of where I stand on it. I mean, he has a right to say that. The, dis- the crazy thing is, is that this president has the time <laughs> to hear it and then tweet about it and rescind the invitation for the entire team. Because what, what exactly was Trump's tweet? Somebody read that to me. Going to the White House is considered a great honor for a championship team. Stephon Curry is hesitating. Therefore, the invitation is withdrawn. That's right what he there. Tweeted. Yeah. Right there. So petty. You can't get any more petty from the presidential yeah. office. It doesn't make any sense. If Stephon Curry is hesitant, you rescind the offer for the entire team? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, man? Yeah. But, but, you, but, I, but how you how kidding can you uninvite me? me if I didn't want to go, though? Well, yeah. I didn't want to go. <laughs> right. Because he doesn't right. agree with the president's policies. He does not agree with them. See, and that's what it's not. It's only because you disagree with what he said or done. Right. Do you know how many presidents have had teams up there filled with members who didn't vote for that particular president? Mm-hmm. 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 They mm-hmm. went up there for Bush 
And a lot of them guys didn't vote for Bush, but Bush invited them to the White House. He was being presidential. It's people up there that didn't vote for Barack Obama. But Barack Obama invites all championships team because it's the presidential thing to do. Right, Mm -hmm. right. This guy is not presidential at all. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Make sure you add a refreshing ice cold Coke to your $5 real big deal. Get your $5 real big deal now at churches. Here we go with just one more thing, our last break of the day. It's been a good day. Wow. Lots of things going on in the world. Pay wow. attention, wow. please. Yeah. Uh, Google is co- has uh, just come out with a list of the top 10 most Googled sex questions. Oh, look at the guys perk up on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Straight. Mm-hmm. Number one question searched. Interesting. Where is the G spot? Oh, okay. Okay. That's what we got. What you need? Oh, no. They said uh-huh. G spot, Jay, not the J spot. Oh, I was going <laughs> to give out the address, Steve. It's <laughs> <laughs> 581 West Manchester Avenue. <laughs> what, what is it? It's 581 West Manchester Avenue. Yeah. <laughs> Go to my J-spot. website, see what's happening. <laughs> That's the J spot. Most people want to know where the G spot well, is. That that depends on the person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. It's not. Right. Well. No, this is coming from years of, of experience. Okay, you're, we can't I'm we can really hear you, All this mumbling. Yeah, there G. you go. I probably shouldn't <laughs> say this here. I'm just going to go and let that one go. What, what, what else? What okay, else can I just say something real quick? Yeah. I've heard sure. the phrase, that ain't it, damn it. I've heard that a lot. <laughs> 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 I've heard so right, there, though. right there, though. Right, right there. Right there. Right there. Right there. You've heard that. I've Here's heard some right of the there. other questions. Uh, how to make a woman orgasm. Easily. Can I ask these? Because I got all these. I got it for you. Go ahead, Tommy. Go ahead, Tommy. Go ahead. If you if she start before me, mm-hmm. I can help her with the last 30 seconds. I need her to get herself there first. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? But that last 30 seconds, I'm going to take it on in for you. But you go ahead and, and, and start gotta, this thing off. 30 seconds. Wow, dog. This wow. lazy This lazy bastard. This lazy, lazy. Right. lazy. Oh. <laughs> Can, can I answer I mine? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna take care of the next six months mortgage. Boom, that's it Woo! right there. Oh, that's, hey. that's, that's her spot. <laughs> that's the G and the J spot. That's it right there. I got your mortgage. I got your mortgage for the next six months. Boom. Thank you. <laughs> it's a magic trick. Until she see you. Here's another one. How long does sex last? People look According that to Tommy, uh-huh. just seconds. a little over 30 seconds. 30 seconds? Well, you know, if you want to stretch it out, eight minutes. You know what I'm saying? If you want to just really stretch that thing out, eight, eight and a half minutes. Jeez. Other than that, come on, stop. Man, what you be in there doing? No. Get to the, I get to the point. Just bunny okay? rabbit. I you? get to the point. <laughs> I'm not in there wasting time. It's a bunny rabbit. I'm done. Get to the point. You good? You good? Yes. You good. I'm good. What a remote control. Get to the point. Fix me a sandwich. All right. uh, Here's another question. (laughs) Jay's crazy. How old do you have to be to buy condoms? 
Oh, let me tell you about wow. that. I can go ahead. Anybody else? No, go ahead. Go ahead, Jay. It ain't easy buying condoms. They got them locked up. That is the they, most they embarrassing thing, because you got to go back by the condom section oh, and push have, a button. We have someone at the condom, an older fella. We have an older gentleman who would like to buy condoms. Hey man, hey man. Everybody's looking at you, Jay. Yeah, pretty old guy. I don't know why he would need them, but he's back there by the condom section with a hat okay. on. Uh, okay, hold on. Okay, wait. They lock them up now? Oh, yeah, they lock yeah, them up. The They're same way up. they do the razors, Yeah, dog. they got razors. You know, the razors and the condoms are locked up. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. No, yeah. no, no joke. No joke, Steve. No joke. No joke. You got to go look for the person with the key. Yeah. Yeah. And then. You can't know. And, and then. Well, why are you buying two boxes? What? What, what that? Whoa. Whoa. Uh, I can't stand this fool. I didn't know that. I'm going to be honest with you. I really didn't know that. Well, you're not supposed to know that. He's buying lamb skin, So what are the other people in the store doing, Jay? Well, they're looking at you like out. you crazy. Oh, I you mean, become I, the focal point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you, you are. They, they, you, oh, they, all the attention is on you. Are they mumbling and whispering? Elderly man on aisle four, waiting on condoms. Elderly man on aisle four. <laughs> That's when you're supposed to really give it out there, Jay. You need an extra large of magnums. Yeah. Extra well, large. I can't wear those, Tommy. They, they, they pinch. They tight. It's <laughs> ignorant. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Are you quite done? I'm done. If the magnum don't fit, <laughs> you must quit. They pinch, they tight. <laughs> so, do you guys? Is there? Are there any questions you guys have? If you were gonna Google. Are, are these pretty much it that you guys would have uh, right no, here? No, I'm in there. I'm in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we did the G spot. Uh huh. We uh -huh. Did the, what do we do? We did the G spot. How long? Orgasm. How long? How old do you have to be to buy condoms? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the G spot for sure. No, yeah. no more questions. I'm done. I, I don't. Really. I'm just so happy to be there. Yeah, that you, you be so elated. <laughs> <laughs> it's like getting an award. You know, I, I, thank you. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. Uh, Monday Night Football, Dallas Cowboys at Arizona Cardinals Man. tonight. And on Steve's talk show today, Aisha Tyler. Thank yes. you, guys. Take us home, Steve. Oh, man. Y'all have a good weekend. <laughs> it's Monday. It's Monday. Monday. Looking forward to it, and I'm really looking forward to this one because I got this one off, baby, coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Turn your volume up if you're with me, please. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Weight loss. It feels like a constant cycle, like my body's always working against me, pushing back on all of my progress. I learned that anytime I lose weight, my body tries to gain it right back. Finally, I discovered it's not entirely my fault. I know healthy eating and exercise are important, but they may not be enough. So I talked to my healthcare provider about whether a prescription medicine could help me lose weight and maintain it. Together, we made a plan to tackle this, a plan to help lower my risk of future weight-related health issues like heart disease. Join me and make a change for the better. Talk to your healthcare provider about treatment options to manage your weight.